Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Real Feels Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We are glad that you are here. But more importantly, who is here? Because right now, I'm going to go with the uh, the ever-loving theme of mysteries, and I will be known as Mr. E. Solved. Oh. Who, who am I? <laughs> who who, who am I? I am Mr. X. That's that's for Arrested <laughs> Development fans. It, that didn't. That's no, Mr. F. Oh, for I this already, episode, you could call me by my up. real name, Jack. There you go. Oh, Jackie. We should all play a game of guess who. <laughs> yes. Have you ever been in any film ever? Or you just interviewed somebody and you now got a part in this film? Oh, oh, oh! You're a leading oh! role. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Let's give you half of the lines of the movie. <laughs> you're you're cute and I like your vibe. Audition for this movie that you're interviewing me about. Okay. Continue, Jack. Drew, go. Oh, what movie folks, are we doing, Drew? Why? And why? Why? <laughs> and why? I think why is the ultimate question we're going to have today. So this is our next Patreon movie, and it is from our good friend Matthew from Patreon.com for Real Feels Podcast, and Matthew has chosen. 1998's written and directed, sorry, co-written and co-directed by Jackie Chan himself, Who Am I? Who am I? At some point it was called Nobody, correct? That was a name for it? Was the name for it? I'm not 100% uh, sure. That's that's some good trivia. Yeah. We got a trailer for this bad boy? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got a trailer. It was discovered one mile below the hottest sands in Africa. A revolutionary new energy source. And it's just been stolen. Can you imagine an ordinary machine gun with the destructive force of a ballistic missile? We've got only one chance to get it back. And only one man who can handle the mission. There's only one problem. Lost all my memory. One of them is still alive. He's lost his memory. What harm can he do us? I want every one of them liquidated. Everybody wants to know who you are. So do I. Now, the only way he can do any good is if he remembers just how bad he can be. <laughs> you want to know who I am? I want to know who I am. 
someone's after me. You don't know who to trust. Who are you? Someone bring my memory back. Don't trust anyone. I need to find out what he knows. You know about my past? Who are you working for? I'm on your side. Nobody's on my side. What do you want? I want my life back. Jackie Chan, star of the box office smash Rush Hour. You'll never know who you are. And there you have it. Can you guess who Jackie Chan is? Spoiler alert. They- it's Jackie Chan. The trailer may the trailer makes things the trailer makes things sound a lot more epic than this movie actually kind of like uh, nudges out. And I was talking to Jack earlier, and I think it's fantastic, but also a bit of a quandary to kind of realize that this movie came out the exact same year as Rush Hour. Woof! This movie is nuts. Woof! I'm gonna go a step further and say that this movie is fucking nuts. It's bonkers. The the whole setup, the lane, the 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 things on the treetops on the canopy and that's like their little like go-to base it's their nest and i also feel like a lot of the setup until jackie chan gets out of like the jungle and gets to south of south africa proper is was just an excuse to have like hey like let's go do you ever want to ride a helicopter yeah let's go shoot this movie hey you ever, you ever want to go hiking through the forest hey let's go shoot this movie hey you want to go race rally cars out in the desert yeah, let's go There's shoot this times movie. In James Bond films that I think that they are just uh they don't have any excuse to go shoot in Monaco. They don't have any excuse to go shoot in the Alps, but they're like, uh, let's just say that the bad guys went there. So we can go shoot so we can have this maybe they'll go to Hawaii next and we'll take uh six weeks to fill like what? But they'll go to like South Africa and apparently also make the trip yes. to the Netherlands. I, I feel like Rotterdam was <laughs> was chosen just for the building that he slides down at the oh, end. That thing was wild to watch. And as soon as he made I loved when he was just like, Stop, 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 stop. Oh crap, flip around. Stop, 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 stop. Oh crap, I'm when on my they stomach. They showed the blooper then- reel of him. Heebie-jeebies. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Heebie-fucking-jeebies of him going down that thing. Oh, because, I mean, I mean, Jackie Chan is, like, the OG Tom Cruise doing his own stunts. And in the movie, when he, when he landed and stopped, you know, when he stopped, uh, at the very bottom of that sliding glass, I was like, standing up and I'm like, no, your legs have to be I don't care like what broken. kind of safety. You, I don't care what safety you apparatus you have underneath you. It's not enough. It's not. And from watching the blooper reels that are usually included at the ends of these movies, like I'm always on the edge of my seat because I, I, one of the things that I always shy away from is I can't handle seeing YouTube videos or really any type of video where somebody breaks a limb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah. So like when he jumped down the the building the first time and starts to skitter, I'm like, oh god, that just the ankle is just going to be turned backwards. It's just going to be flopping on the back of his calf. Oh, God. Oh, you you have like uh, this conglomerate of actors that are so well known, like, you know, like Liam Neeson and Bruce Willis and all that. Like they're in the category of like, I'm too old for this shit. Jackie Chan is in his own category of like, how is he still alive? Because I mean, from doing the slew of movies that he has done over 150 films and every single time, like he's doing his own stunt. I mean, the man owns his own stunt company. 
I mean, that's was, like how you know prolific he was with all. He just this, runs uh, himself out. You know, all this nonsense. It's, like, and it's yeah. so damn creative, right? No, but I mean, like everything's so creative, and I think that's what is also like coming to expect of a Jackie Chan action film. Like, you're not just going to have the straight up fight. Okay, kicks him in the face, he's down. No, you're going to have nonsense where he's like hiding behind a couch. He grabs the cushion. He, you know, bops the guy in the face with the cushion. Yeah. He flips the couch somehow, and then some, and then just a whole bunch of nonsense. But it's damn entertaining. As 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 nonsensical as this movie is, it is damn entertaining. You know what I kept on thinking during certain points of this movie is they should have made a Dungeons and Dragons movie and Jackie Chan <laughs> played the rogue. Especially when he's like oh, infiltrating yeah. the one this one Skyrise and he's like popping up into like, you know, when he, he has the, the shade covers he's come not, out and he pops up in there he's, and he's not like crawling around the vents. Like rogues have gotta be like Yeah. You don't gotta oh, be because nasty. You've gotta be, you like, just you're gotta, gotta be, be a, a lawful and... good rogue. Yeah, but it would be a PG thirteen Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I think the last rogue they did that, and that oh. was one of the Wayne's brothers. So I think Jackie oh, Chan no. would have been a, a little, bit, a little bit of a, a better, better choice. They had the Wayne's brothers Dragon Dungeons and Dragons movie. They had a second Dungeons and Dragons movie called Wrath of the Dragon God. Was that with Jeremy Irons or was that the first one? No, the first one is with Jeremy Irons. Oh, God. The the second movie... Simon Says. The second movie actually feels like a D&D adventure. And then they they finally made a third movie, which was The Book of Vile Darkness. And it's absolute uh, garbage. I don't expect (laughs) it to be just this hidden gem. You, You have a cleric... No, but, you have a cleric of Paylor who joins an evil the, party. Uh, the rogue, like it's the acrobatics of of, oh, of yeah. what he's doing. Like yeah. he's he's popping around, like he's flipping through doors and squeezing through little areas. More of that, not like the shank you in the back in the dark sort of a rogue. Right. More of like yeah, a thief, he would be. I guess. Yeah, he would definitely be like a thief class instead of the actual like rogue. He would he would take like the three point five OG you know gaming license and. Um, he would be, you know, like the uh, the tightrope walker, the acrobatics kind of thing. But right, thief Dude. thief would be right up his alley. But folks, uh, just to give you background, because I'm pretty sure most of you have not seen this movie. <laughs> the basic <laughs> plot is that Jackie Chan is part of like a secret CIA group of operatives that they mm-hmm. kidnap a group of three scientists who have accessed some meteorite Keep that going, has fallen somewhere going. in South Africa. And this has some weird fucking like cold fusion or prospects, but it could also be used as a weapon. And Jackie Chan's supposed to die with everybody else to keep it secret, but he lives, but he's got amnesia. So this is like, <laughs> this is like some real fucked up born identity shit going on here. Yeah, and then the rest of the movie is just him trying to figure out who he who is while the while the uh while the people in charge of the CIA like covert ops team that they killed realize that he's alive and then they're like, "All right, well, he's got to die." And he's like, "No, maybe we can leave him alive. Have you ever heard of short-term amnesia, you moron?" Uh, if I remember something, <laughs> could I have your card? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while all the while a secret CIA agent cover as a reporter is desperately trying to like get information out of him and then the woman that he saves in the desert after her driver got bit by a snake but he's nursed back to health in the African Serengeti <laughs> by a local uh tribe that uh they they, yes. they couldn't get more multicultural but yet they they do and like 
Yeah, and, and they're out in the middle of nowhere, and he he comes upon a rally car race, and that's a stick at home. He's out of there, or at least out of but, yeah. out of the Serengeti. Well, because yeah, because he realizes that the 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 tribe has found the down helicopter, the the rest of the dead bodies of his compatriots who they, whom they buried, and that's kind of nice of them. But now he now he realizes like, oh my gosh, these were my people. We had the same clothes on, you know, when you found me. I, I need I need to go home. I need to figure out who you know. Literally, who am I? Who am I? And you shall follow the I? path of the fallen raptor to where the mechanical badgers race. There you shall find your destiny. It's so, okay, Jackie Chan. Jack, I know you're not as uh, high on the Chan man as as Drew and I, but uh, do you have a favorite movie of his? <laughs> Drunken Master. Drunken Master. Okay, Thank good, you. good movie. Drunken God Master. You, but I, you know, I've got to be up front, guys. I've never watched any of the Rush Hours. Not, not even oh, one. Jack. Never. Jack, I have all three. I've, you can I've never okay. watched Drew. Shanghai <laughs> Noon or Shanghai Night. Nights is forgettable. Noon is classic. Is, Shanghai Noon I, I is, know, is funny. Uh, Owen Wilson, I think I can only tolerate in a Wes Anderson setting. It's it's a good balance, honestly. And, it's a good uh, balance between like Owen Wilson's nonsense. And I don't know. I always found Jackie Chan's movies to be a little bit too goofy. A little tongue-in-cheek. And for instance, and I, I can illustrate that point perfectly, when he comes upon the wrecked rally car. And he chews up the herbs to help numb the guy's pain, but that which in turn numbs his mouth so that they can't tell that he speaks English is tedious as fuck. Agreed. <laughs> and those sort of devices, when they're written into movies, really get under my skin. And that seems to occur a lot in Jackie Chan movies. But Jack, does it not save everything when Jackie Chan utilizes the tools around him in order to make a coconut IV. The wow. fucking coconut IV, man. And then you, just like you said, like, only, only, only special forces use that. And how does he know this? That, this was how the doctor this at, rally the, car at the rally car doctor yeah. know that? And is that even feasible? Is that even feasible? No, no, because he's, he's like poking the needle, which... I it don't would know have to be a longer him, needle. Right. It would definitely have to but be a longer needle. And I, I don't understand how him to do sharpening what is coconut, coconut water, water no, wh doing why? for your why would you stream? Nothing. He would have, I mean, if he's drinking it, he should be fine. But did you also notice, I love the reaction time. As soon as those chewed herbs were placed onto his oh. uh, wound, he immediately started feeling better. And as soon as he yeah. like got the coconut IV in him, he's all like, oh, hey, how are you feeling, you know, uh, bud? He's like, oh, much better. The IV is working great. And I'm thinking... What on earth? No. No. And he calls it an IV and he doesn't flinch. Like if I woke up and my I, I'm injured, I'm now in the back of my own rally car and I'm jacked into a bunch of coconuts. <laughs> God forbid coconuts. I wouldn't be like, oh, oh, I'm feeling much better. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Who are you? What have you done with me? And then the whole the herbs thing. Sorry, Nathan. The herbs thing. Then we have to endure like another 15 minutes, 20 minutes of Jackie Chan doing a fucking really bad Jar Jar Binks impression. <laughs> the, yeah. Him trying again. It's all fluff that they think that like is going to land really well comedically wise. Like, oh, my gosh, a foreigner dresses another foreigner talking to a, yet another foreigner. 
this is going to be great. And it's the same thing with the car. And at that time, like she thinks so she's giving this impression that a tribalman who she thinks at first that Jackie Chan, as he's trying to suck out the poison from the venom or from the from the uh, bite wound, which first off, you don't know how long he's been there. You don't know how long the venom has been already been coursing through his veins. Second, secondly, she thinks from afar as she's seeing like his head go down and like, you know, kind of she thinks that he's eating him. From behind the car. And, but then, I mean, she comes up to him with a flashlight and says, like, this is a gun. You know, I I boom, boom you. And he's like, do you really think that, like, tribesmen in Africa? Or is this the impression that you're thinking that they are so dumb that you they don't understand, like, what a flashlight is? Plus a and then she tells Chinese she, man is mistaken for an African tribesman. Right. That's exactly. pretty on the nose, right? The That's course. right out there. I mean, exactly. That's that's out there. And she then she like gets in the car and she's all like, OK, here uh, you navigate and you you work the GPS. But then he uh, like motions and mumbles that he wants to drive. And she's all like, oh, wow, you could you can drive. And I'm thinking, what what are you not connecting here? You think he's smart enough to activate a GPS and navigate the map? And he just MacGyvered your def- friend back to health. Right, but you're dumbfounded that he can drive a car. And change the tire lickety split. Which, if anything, driving the car should be the easiest thing that he is going to accomplish but, right but, now. And that there is a little bit of a paradox there, because if he can drive the car so well, she drives it later on in that chase scene. And that chase scene was pretty cool. What was the point of that? Like, she's obviously the better driver. Jackie Chan's not the one that's, like, intentionally flipping the car over on its side and then skittering it around in a circle and then and riding it. Where is So, if he has amnesia and you don't know where you are, the last thing I, the last thing I want to do is navigate or drive. I want to sit there. You, you tell me. I have no clue where we're going. Are you kidding me? I, I, I'm not, and yeah, I haven't driven for obviously a couple of weeks. I have amnesia. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily she's telling him like where to go, but either way, you're right. Like, why would he be driving? This doesn't make any sense. He's immediately bombarded by all like the field reporters when he, you know, drives in and they're like, help, help. We need a doctor. And they're like, oh, look, there's the driver. Get the driver. Get okay, the but- driver. I'm like, he. This is this is not this is at nonsense. Least, nonsense is going to be my the word place, for this entire podcast. At least for the first three quarters right, of the so movie. But go ahead. Whoever yeah. this girl that plays Yuki, at least she probably went through the proper channels of actually getting an acting job. I'm sorry, but this part <laughs> of the story, this is this is par for the course. This is ludicrous, Jackie Chan right here. This is exactly what I expect from him. <laughs> and all the garbage flashbacks where he's like, oh, I'm hanging. Hanging from a helicopter. Oh, inside of the helicopter. There's even the one where he's like, oh, my name is Bob. What's your name? Oh, my name is. And then they cut away. They're like, God damn it. That could have been the movie right there. They went through every person. It's plays The CIA undercover operative, lo and behold, is trying to do an actual report on jackie chan in real life interviewed him and on he's the like set. shit you know what you're good you sh-. she was kind of yeah, a looker, but though. at first i thought i could i was like oh she is definitely like in some k-pop band or something now she's you know she's she's in something that uh, you know she's popular now oh no 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 
she hit it and quit it. She did this movie and was like, oh, I'm I'm not qualified to be an actress. Uh, I'm out. So uh, <laughs> certified <Done>. freak. <laughs> Seven days a week. Undercover reporter just walking down the street. And the dialogue feels like it was written like from someone who like only heard about like what someone else thought was cool about like like someone watched a movie and was like, ooh, villains talk villains or a couple talk of, like or this. A couple and then described it to somebody else who wrote it down and was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then would they do this? Mm, not really. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. The dialogue of these villains of like do you have like <laughs> locked down the he, base? <laughs> when he passes the note, when he passes a the million note dollars to, to the like, team the, uh, that kills him, very yes. like Team America oh bad gosh. guys, like 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 all marionette puppet, like yeah. <laughs> get them. He's given the signal. Mohammed <laughs> <laughs> Jihad, Durka Durka. Oh. oh. And the the only person that he knows was in the CIA. And he pulls like the, well, I'm really undercover and, you know, we're, we're going to get you out of here. That wasn't the backup I sent you. He's so greasy and smarmy and slick that shaking in his hand would be like, like, like pulling just fried chicken right out of the fry basket. Like, I, you, you've got it all over you. You, you look, yeah. This is who he you is. You look at him and you're like, no, you're the bad and guy. You're clearly the bad guy. two times that you are supposed to say, don't trust anyone. We all learn this with with uh, indiana jones when donovan tells them like <laughs> don't trust anyone and in that movie it's very like forgettable you're like oh yeah of course don't trust anyone you're like oh, fucking donovan what the museum the long con <laughs> this he's like who am i i'm telling you don't trust if the, anyone if the smarmy ripoff monster wants to make a nuclear machine gun he's welcome to it but i'll be drinking my <laughs> help <laughs> right after he goes away in the dodo. To everlasting life. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to nuclear weapons. <laughs> oh, God. What is happening? What is happening? Which is what I was saying to myself the entire time I was Although, watching this movie. one redeeming part of this whole movie, and this is where I'm like, you know what? Second watch, I'm, I at least have something to look forward to. And this is where I almost wanted to spend the rest of the damn podcast on rooftop fight rooftop fight fight. can we okay okay can i oh of course can i segue real quick before you guys before we head to the roof okay so before we head to the rooftop i'm gonna talk about another fight that i absolutely enjoyed and i never thought i would ever see in my damn life a clog fight when they're in the streets and he's fighting in clogs little wooden shoes it's absolutely i i'm sorry it's absolutely hilarious it is beyond nuts and it's just it's funny I think it's. I think it is a. It's. It's funny. I think it is a funny fight, and I think it's exactly. pure. It's pure Jackie Chan. All right. The thing that pisses me off about that scene is <laughs> the dog. When he happens upon the the Bijan that is now somehow gotten itself on the the you know whatever. Why is the dog riding the piano? Exactly. Why is the dog? And the piano is enough. But why is? There's so much moving going on that there's like, there's the piano and then there's something else. Then there's like, like a pallet of plate 
glass like at, at after the, the third or fourth drop i was just like special happening oh, right then and, and <laughs> you got to take advantage of those move-in specials <laughs> but nobody nobody's like hey you know like post a sign like don't go down the street because it's going to turn into the temple of doom uh from <laughs> 2 to 3 p.m on saturday but the clogs are, no dogs a, allowed like, i'm sure whenever jackie's doing a movie he literally goes okay well like what's the weird thing that i have to like fight with and almost like uh whose line is it anyway they just send him home they just mm. send home a prop to him and he's like okay right I they're could, pulling out props like, I they're pulling out props or, yeah yep. i could do this with it and i could i could twirl it around just like first strike okay which this is one of my favorite fight scenes of Jackie Chan and what made me start loving Jackie Chan. In First Strike, he uses a fucking ladder. A ladder. First Strike, baby. He almost looks like he's in like, he's got the, like, uh, oh, is that, like uh, water. Is that? No, it's it's First Strike. Is, it's that, first is, strike. That, co- is that cop story? I know it well. Or um, <laughs> He called you baby. Okay. That means so he uses he's this confident. ladder and he's like throws <laughs> part of it out so it like extends to like hit one guy and he like swings it back in and he's flipping it all over he jumps through the rungs at one point it's unreal it's a it's a crazy fight i will i will very much hand that to you he, I, I think it might be oh, the most there's so like, many though creative mm. one maybe like rumble in the bronx when he's like you know hitting people with the with the bottles and kicking them into the fridge and then he comes out and punches another guy the guy comes out of the fridge he's like no boom stay in there i mean it's there's there's so many things that like he does well and then rarely do you ever see him in like a non comedic action or even just straight the, action was, like one of his more recent films when he did uh the foreigner just about to talk about with i thought that fantastic. was a great movie i did the see the foreigner that one, was yeah. great but part of that, honestly, because they have a very good villain, I think that movie could have gone south yeah. really quickly had they not had was that Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. as as Pierce like Brosnan, the Irish yeah. kind of what well, like the former like leader so of like an Irish so like an Irish good. resistance. And in this one, you've got like like Scrooge coming Scrooge coming at him with his cane, and he gets knocked down, and he's doing the oh my back, and then you get the weird. <laughs> Like, you know, mafia guy Guido. with his it's weird like Guido, Guido guy. <laughs> and when he kicks him and then he just sort of like split collapses. That was Call an ambulance, <laughs> but not for me. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, before he even kicks him, he's staring at him, he's all like, Hey, short stuff. You got about half a second to re- to return that to its rightful owner. And I'm thinking, did you just call Jackie Chan short stuff? You're shorter than he is. Like, don't, don't do this. But I mean, yeah, he got drop kicked straight in the stomach. And I'm thinking like, oh, that's how Houdini died. Oh. <laughs> but uh, they should have, uh, they should have had like a little insert right at the end where, you know, there was like, he, he's re- he's sitting at a table at a cafe. He's reading newspaper, Jackie Chan. And it just says something like uh, uh, orphans or, you know, at risk <laughs> children, you know, it's no longer an issue. You know, some Samaritan donated half a billion dollars and there's no more hunger in africa and everybody's got is. their school supplies and everyone's well fed like they should have expanded upon that just a little bit more just to get, i mean if you're gonna jack an iv into a guy with a coconut at least follow through with the half a billion you gave in charity that was supposed to go for an arms deal that that would have been cool to see happen and you know what that could have been like a really nice you know cherry on top kind of give that like you know heart tug where you know he, he could get a letter 
when they find out that he was behind it all and they were all like, you keep wondering who you are and who are you? You're a hero. Je- I need a hero. Jackie Chan cheese. <laughs> uh. But okay, rooftop fight. Because this yes. is where I always like okay, the let's let's jump into the raid for just like two seconds. When you have <laughs> like elite badasses pairing off against each other, or you have two verse one. I, I, my dick gets so hard for that kind of, like, I'm, (laughs) like, where it's like, you're kind of outgunned, but, like, you are the better, so, like, to really test how good you are, you have to go against two, I just love, I love it, and so, for it to be, and and multicultural badasses, so, and they're like, all right, I'll give you 30 seconds. Who were toying with him? They're like, no, we got. Was that a fucking fossil watch that the dude was fucking keeping time on for crying out loud? I was like, I think I had that. That cost me twenty five dollars for at the mall in nineteen ninety. He's like, no, no, no. We we got twenty seconds. It's okay. We have plenty of time. Oak, Go ahead. Oh, play with your twenty nine. Play with your food. Yeah. It kind. <laughs> it kind of kills me that some of the stunt doubles for, especially the uh, the the whiter dude, were obviously not him. Kiki McKickerson. Like kicks the lights out, like he is. Oh, I do love that. That the console, like boom, 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 like shin kick, shin kick, shin kick, shin kick, and then they stop and they're like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> they both. But even watching like, that for the first time, though, I was like, oh, are they going to stop? They just keep kicking, and like that's those like, are going to be such fat bruises. That's the cheese that like kind of is inside the burger, where you're like, I don't know if I. It's a nice surprise. I don't know if I ordered a cheeseburger, but I kind of like it. Like I'm good with this, but the meat of it. Holy shit, just some of the the movements along the rooftop and, like, utilizing different parts of the roof. And the different fighting styles. Incorporating two. Like, one is, like, very Fist of Fury, and then the other one is, like, all right, like, you know, my turn. And it's all a lot of legs, a lot of sweep kicks. Ooh. Ooh. Sweep kicks into the fucking jump kicks into the fucking roundhouses. To then improvising with what's around him, like immediately dumping a bag of cement on top of his head. Dude, getting pummeled with a bag of cement, I'm thinking, how is something not broken on your neck? Yeah. And I loved him getting up and just like staggering and still getting punched. There's that effect of like getting hit and there's just like an explosion of dust coming off of him. Oh, but then the ripping of the earring on the Chinese dude. Twisted, yeah. oh, <laughs> that was funny because obviously that doesn't really happen, yeah. but that's a nice comedic thing. <laughs> The next time we're together having drinks, which would probably be sooner rather than later, uh, if one of you guys makes a quip at me and I can feign outrage, uh, <laughs> you best rest assured that I'm going to do, I'm going to limber up my ankles like the white guy does before he steps into the fight. <laughs> circle, circle, circle. Circle, circle, circle. Circle, circle, circle. And then he makes fun of him later on for doing that after he beats him. Uh. <laughs> So that rooftop fight scene made 100%. the movie. Without that and without the the sheer amount of badassery, choreography, use of the surroundings, this movie for me would have been a complete wash. But that fight scene and then the the crazy ass sliding down the mm. side of a building escape. Which is right after end. it. So it's all in it, a sequence. It, 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 it's sort of like when you, you go to the restaurant, it's like the, the bread they bring you is cold and the the butter is cold too, so you're just 
You're just tearing up the bread slice, trying to butter it. We had nothing then, but like, they're like, bread oh, for yeah, three I, want, I want mozzarella sticks. They're like, oh, we're out. But when they serve that main course, you're like, man, I was on the edge, but they're going to get a good tip. Garçon? Yeah, I, come I, I come to this place again. <laughs> and it, it made me th- just a little bit possibly think about watching some of the Jackie Chan movies that I have uh, not seen. Please do. You, you won't regret it. I mean, okay. So, no, so not that we, not that Nathan and I like fully endorse Shanghai Nights, okay? But in Shanghai Nights, he does take on what's his name? It's it's the actor from Ip Man, uh, Donnie Yen. Oh, uh, the yeah. yeah, the main the main actor. So he's like the villain. Yeah, D- Danny Yen. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah. So he takes on him. So I mean, like you're seeing two martial arts masters pitting it out. I would highly recommend at least Rush Hour one and two. Three two is, is three's not two is where I, it's at. I, I, two it's is like so a, it's good. not like I don't like Jackie Chan, but if I was going for a more Eastern flavored movie, oh, drunken I would master. usually if it was Chinese, I would go for Jet Li. Oh yeah, and uh, then I would you know a lot of my bread and butter are the Japanese samurai movies and Yakuza mm-hmm. movies. Uh, so I just never really. I don't know, got into some of the Jackie Chan movies because the era where a lot of those happened, you know, they were poorly made good movies. If you want Jet Li uh, action as well as Jackie Chan, uh, good, Forbidden Kingdom. And Jet Li plays the Monkey King. Like, how can you deny that? I mean, it's it's kind of a kooky, feel-good martial arts family movie, but the fighting in it and the staging and, you know, the, the choreography of it, it's beautiful. It's a really nice movie. The soundtrack is great. Uh, you get to see Jackie Chan in old man makeup. So, I mean, that's something. <laughs> I, I just think that Jackie Chan warrants more looks. I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I feel like I don't say that about every actor, Jack, but like he's seasoned enough where he knows like what he excels at and he'll step out once in a while and do something that's not necessarily his bread and butter. Like if you watch the remake of, of Karate Kid, he plays. Oh, he plays yeah. in Mr. Miyagi. I did see the. Is there was there a second one? I did see the first one. But so there's there's, there's the original. But I love the original so much that right. it just it fell flat for it's me. Just, oh, well, it, just the remake of Karate Kid. He they're in China, and he's learn he's learning kung fu. Yet they're still calling. No, it I've seen Karate it. Yeah, oh, okay, I, yeah. I, I get but it. I think, uh, but I think he plays that part so heartwarmingly especially when you know like he's getting drunk and every year he destroys a car and he's just a broken broken man i i think he does that scene marvelously honestly and it's a little bit of a nod to his his aging when like you can tell that because he's just he is he's getting older i so my issue with karate kid the remake is jaden smith (laughs) Well, yeah, like Will Smith. Let's let's try to launch my son's movie career by by shitting on the classic of my childhood. Because uh, I yeah. I love uh, Karate Kid. Anything after Karate Kid Two, I think is is garbage. But Karate Kid One and Two are hallmarks of feels for me. So you just don't uh, you know, like Hillary Swank. I had my first, you can first say crush that. with Elizabeth Shue. Uh, we got Miyagi, the whole Cobra Kai thing. And I love when they go to Japan. Like, one of my uh, lines that, that I'm always throwing back and forth with my buddy Sean is, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Then you see me! <laughs> uh, Sato from, uh, from the second uh, one. Eyes, yeah, always just, eyes. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Miyagi. So one, obviously, great. Have you have you watched Cobra Kai at all? Yeah. It's, I've, I've well, I've watched everything that came out on YouTube. I think the first two seasons. It's cheesy as hell, but like well, now it's on Netflix. It's so much. Well, yeah, I know. I it's know. just so much fun to see them again and how they portray uh, Daniel as the villain. Yes, a good mm. twist. Good. Brooke always talks shit about me when I watch that, and I'm like, hey. This is <laughs> if we're really comparing apples to apples. <laughs> Cobra Kai Vanderpump rules. Like, <laughs> come on, here, tip for tap. And I loved it the second season when they brought the sensei back. Mm-hmm. Although uh, I was like, "Holy shit, he's, he's still alive. alive!" That's when I couldn't believe. I'm like, "Oh my god, they, where did you dig out that old fossil?" <laughs> that is a great man. Uh, anyways, back to Jackie Chan movie. Who am I? <laughs> we. <laughs> We're back from break and uh, <laughs> many movie. It too many, too mo- many movie. <laughs> too many, too many kicks. Uh, I I mean, from after you know rooftop fight ends in glass sliding, you have the bad guy trying to get away because he has the disc, which the disc contains. Apparently, it's the only disc in existence. No right, that has that, that has all the, the information on the. Weird meteorite unobtainium yep. that they got out of the meteorite that fell in Wakanda. And Jackie Chan does not trust, you know, undercover CIA slash reporter lady. And she pulls up in this little like car scooter thing. And he's trying to like <laughs> run after him. And she's like, you'll never make it. And he's like, oh, OK, you're right. <laughs> and, and the outtakes get- with you was tips that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that like. Immediately, she calls in. She's like, all right, go with plan B. And I'm like, everybody seek the disc. You have tanks. You have trucks. You have CIA agents. Apparently, everybody that was on the street, like sitting in like a table, like having a cafe is all CIA agents. It's like in John Wick when, you know, the guy calls to a halt all of the assassins that are in the park and they all stop. And he's all like, you see how easily I could have had you killed? That's what it reminded me of. They've got all the resources of the CIA. But they don't stop him. He just chucks the disc into the river by saying, basically like, Rolls Royce Phantom <laughs> and I even like the color. The I disc. love the lady in the background. Is it the lake? You can Minus. clearly, you can clearly hear her on the radio. She the walkie-talkie. She's all like, "All right, everyone, search for the disc." And and he's like, "Oh, I have it. Oh, there it goes." And I'm thinking, you just had an entire covert ops mission to uh, to obtain this disc and to stop the people from selling the disc. And he hawks it over into the la- into the river. With you- any luck, Jackie Chan's already got the disc by now. He speaks five <laughs> languages. He knows the local customs. He'll blend in, disappear. <laughs> I'm thinking, you have so many agents on this bridge, which it made no sense, but it kind of did look cool that the agents were like, paratroop dropping from the top of the raised river bridge like sloping down it's overkill overkill. all of this is overkill to stop this one guy how is no one noticing this like martial law that he's throwing the disc and he (laughs) i've long been convinced that the whole coconut iv thing was just an excuse for jackie chan to fucking climb his ass up a coconut tree to get them Well, well why do we need to do that It'd look cool, but why do we need to do that? Eh, we'll make an IV out of it. Well, you know what this really is, Jack? It's the guy, it's the driver of the rally car getting the coconut IV. It didn't really do anything. This is all an infectious fever dream that he's experiencing in the back of that car as they're delivering him to the doctor. That's all this movie <laughs> so really what is. If, bear with me here. So Jackie Chan is trying to like, is trying to kind of get away and Morgan, you know, like the, the bad guy's like going after him. 
and coconut IV guy <laughs> comes looking at me and he goes, he shows he goes up, Morgan, hey, I thought, don't you want to finish me off? <laughs> it's like Steve Buscemi and Billy he Madison. Son, Morgan. Like, he was a CIA agent. <laughs> <laughs> he should have protected, should have protected him. him. <laughs> He's going to take one of the spare coconuts oh, and like lob, lob it and hit Morgan in the head. And he that's how he drops uh, the dish. Here's disc. your famous. Here's your famous. Jackie CIA. just looks over at him. CIA. To look over. Jay. He's just going to look back at Jackie and Jackson Bell like. What? He's just gonna go. <laughs> Give me the fucking bees. Put the disc in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> it gets the coconut in the vein, or else it gets the post poultice again. Uh, segmontes. Segmontes. All right. Oh, number two? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with number two because you and I pretty much already talked about like other Jackie Chan fights. Yeah. All right, Wait, real quick. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. What is what is the uh, the Patreon's name? Oh, his name is Matthew. Matthew. Okay, probably probably we'll need to do a shout out at some point and and incorporate Matthew a little bit in this. Oh, like, I mean, I, I talked to him about it at the beginning. I would maybe get. I, I would love to hear his parts of maybe a couple of these segments. Oh, so like I don't know, maybe you know. Well, and we could do reactions of. That's pretty good, Matthew. I like that. I like. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how we would. Your segments, <laughs> baby. Boom. Your sex, 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 sex. Oh, go in that direction. All right. All right the first segment that he had for us is called Last Man Standing. Pick an American action star you think would survive or keep up with Jackie Chan's stunt team, either in character. Or in real life. I'll take the first. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't a whole lot of American action stars that still do their own stunts. Uh, and my Alexa is going off in the background because I refuse to connect her to Wi-Fi because then Apple is listening to me. But anyway, that's my conspiracy. Keanu Reeves. I think he could go... I've seen the videos of him doing the gun training for John Wick. Uh, he has a lot of the martial arts uh, background from doing all of the Matrix movies. I think he would be, if I had to pick one, he would be the closest American action star that could could get there. I would probably think that... Um, Though he's a bit too old to do it now. Yeah, not only with like different, th- different movies that he's done, but I think also with uh, the possibility of upcoming films that he is being, like, eyeballed for. I think Tom Hardy could do a good job. But he's not American. Is he not American? He's British. He's British. Never mind. Because I was going to say Christian Bale also. Uh, okay, British. well, man, why did I think he was... He just does such a good accent. Yeah, you know, I mean, he does quite a few, like, even, like, in Lawless, like, when he does that kind of backwoodsy Virginian... Have you met Horace? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a great movie, by the way. Oh, gosh. Man, who could... What I okay then, uh, Vin Diesel. I feel like yeah. just after Captain, every like we got a rescuer, he would look at Jackie and say that one was for Paul. This from Paul. And be like Jackie, be like I-, I don't know who I didn't know Paul Walker. Like why why do you keep referencing that? Like <laughs> I never did a movie with him. Like well, okay, cool. <laughs> why are you, why are you <laughs> talking to me forever? Like I don't know. Just just doing Fast and Furious quotes. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> just <laughs> referencing any movie he can. Uh, <laughs> my my pick is Dylan O'Brien. Uh, Dylan O'Brien is in American Assassin. He's in uh, he's that's the number. He was in um not Hunger Games, but uh, 
the sand trial, um, the Maze Runner, that lead. Watch American Assassin and oh, the main guy. Never look at that, that. that guy the same. He plays such a good kind of John Kravinsky, like right as he got muscles. You're like, oh, okay, you you can fight. Okay, cool. Um, but just uh, I think an <laughs> oh, up you and comer out. for the fighting <laughs> world. So yeah. American Assassin, Dylan O'Brien. That's my pick. Hmm, okay, that's your pick. So we have our uh, our next uh, segment in East Meets West. Like a fine wine, pair a Western and Eastern action movie and what order to watch them in. Kind of like the cop that can't be stopped combo in Hot Fuzz and First Strike. Super cop. Meet the cop who can't be stopped. I'll take lead on this one. Um, so... Kill Zone would be my East. Um, and this is a Donnie Yen Semo Cam Bo Hung. Is that his name? Uh, he's a, a very well known martial artist. Uh, it's a a movie about like kind of that cop reti- soon to retire underworld dirty world crime lord type movie and I'll get um, too old for this shit. And then my <laughs> West would be Street Kings with Keanu Reeves and Forrest Whitaker. A, a good pairing steak and wine. Uh, you have your meat and potatoes uh, Street Kings, which is very easy to digest. It's nothing too deep. And Killzone having a little bit more flavor. Way better fight scenes, obviously. Way better fight scenes. But but yeah, that, that's my pairing. I'll, I'll go next. So I've got three. The first one is Triple feature. You, can, you can have your cake and eat it too. Uh, with 1989's Black Rain with Michael Douglas, Douglas and uh, Ken Takakura, when uh, Douglas's partner Andy Garcia is murdered by uh, during a botched extradition of a Yakuza member from the U.S. to the U.S. to Japan, he partners up with his Tokyo PD counterpart to get revenge. It's a great movie. If you guys haven't seen it, I think it's on Prime right now, or it might be on uh, IMDb the indb channel but black rain is phenomenal east meets west following the letter of the segment i would choose the uh, 2010 japanese yakuza film and corrupt mm. cop movie called outrage and follow it with the departed <laughs> i think those would work really well together and then another choice the the dark horse uh would be to first watch david finchner's seven nice uh, and then watch the south korean thriller i saw the devil uh, Which we need to we need to re-record that perfectly, perfectly because the I saw the devil is a, a special Korea, South Korean special agent who uh, goes on a spree after his uh, fiance is murdered to try to find the murderer and then just what follows after that happens. So I think all of those would be great choices. All right. Uh, if I were to give a good balance of kind of like you know seeking justice and also. Um, having both not only action and styling of camera work, but also the nice hint of laughter. We would start off with Kill Bill. Kill Bill is going to be, you know, the opener. We're going to get the revenge arm. story. We're going to get that constant. <laughs> and then I didn't tell you I'd be nice. <laughs> I said I'd be sweet. And then we're you you end the evening with not only fantastic action scenes mystical elements and such a good just movie. witty witty physical comedy with kung fu hustle i love kung fu hustle it's so good. shell and soccer's a close it's second so, and then so you good. just go on this endless search of stephen chow like 
to try and find something like what what's what's the other one it's like the uh the american what what's the other one like uh what's, american american west once upon a time no uh it's uh it's stephen chow it, what's the other uh, one that, by the same the uh, director and it's like the yeah, that, yeah yeah that's yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, nothing compares to those two though i think shallon soccer was just such a weird like hey we're gonna do a movie about karate and soccer like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, there's also movies like The Good, mm-hmm. The Bad, and The Weird that are also in the same vein. Yeah. South Korean director. Oh, same guy that did stuff. I Saw the Devil. Right. Well, the next one we have is Pitch Out of Water. Jackie Chan loves a fish out of water backstory. Examples are Mr. Nice Guy, Rumble in the Bronx, The Tuxedo, and Drunken Master. Pitch his next movie where a mild manner blanks life is thrown into disarray when blank befalls him. I'd like to go last for this one. I think this is my this is my strongest showing. Drew, I, I leave it to you. Do you want do you want to go first or do you want to? Oh, I will. No, I'll go first. I'll totally go first. So I absolutely want him to be the reluctant store manager who is always pushed around, and it's it's like a store kind of like uh, akin to Toys R Us. Okay, so. He's always pushed around. His employees say like, oh, I have to leave early. And he's like, but you still have like two hours. They're like, oh, but it's an emergency. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess you can go and I'll, I'll mop up and do all this and that. So he's always pushed around. He's always taken advantage of. But then one night he's getting like all the money for the month and, you know, he's going to be taking it and transferring it. And it's at that point that people masked up break into the store through the back somehow and they're going to take inside all the job. money and Boom. it's in this inside job it's this lot is this locked toy store and he has to somehow defend the store home so alone? it's going to be a little bit of like Ooh. you know home aloneing it <laughs> as well as like you know you're all some shit here i just i just want to see him like you know destroy someone with you know, like a, a plastic sandcastle set or something. This is I just my want store. to see that. I have to defend it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, like it's you know maybe he maybe he's up for you know uh, uh, a review, <laughs> and then like at the end the store is going to be just demolished and he hands over the money and he's going to be walking away and the owner comes and you're like, what happened here? Nothing. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm off the clock. <laughs> Clean up on aisle five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so that would be my my fish out of water. This mild mannered, you know, kind of uh, kind of sheepish store manager, toy store manager. You know, you, you realize that hey, there's a little more. All right. <clears throat> In a world, no, uh, a mild mannered retired special ops pediatric doctor is thrown into <laughs> has his life thrown into disarray when the international space orphanage is being held hostage by mars-born <laughs> crime lord known only as big red <laughs> forced to bring both a no- <laughs> start the reactor <laughs> forced to bring both a do no harm and kick ass at all cost can this caring, washed-up underdog save the day? Find out in Space Orphan. Yeah, that's uh, who am I? Where was I born? Like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> this time in perfect. in booster rocket shots. <laughs> All right. Uh, so in my movie, uh, Tommy Wu is a mild manner chiropractor and acupuncturist working out of a one-room office in LA's Koreatown. 
when his only daughter is kidnapped during a botched robbery of a mob-owned karaoke bar, Tommy sets out to rescue his daughter using all the skills at his disposal. With his intricate knowledge of the body's nerve clusters and armed with his home-forged collection of acupuncture needles, he leaves in his wake a trail of dead bodies without leaving hardly a mark. When stopping the heart, causing respiratory distress or worse is only a matter of targeting the right pressure points. Ooh, B-movie with like that B-movie name where it's like, you know, super dudes but he's like vulcan <laughs> neck pinching people or like like a guy is on patrol and all of a sudden this little acupuncture needle whistles out of the dark and he can't breathe any longer <laughs> as he's on the ground choking for life he's like you may feel some slight discomfort <laughs> that's, that's instead all- of the five point palm exploding heart technique pins. he hits a guy a few times and he just spontaneously shits himself <laughs> there's room for so much in that movie so that that like method of attacking and killing people is exactly what Jet Li does in Kiss of the Dragon, but I want but I want to see the comical uh, aspects of Jackie Chan doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming this uh, this spring. Pressure <laughs> points. Great. <laughs> oh my gosh! Fantastic. Tag nine. Relax. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which Hollywood, by the way, I know you're struggling right now, but if I so much as ca- catch a whiff, we're coming hard. <laughs> All right. Last one. Master artist. Jackie Chan is a notorious perfectionist when it comes to his movies, doing takes dozens, if not hundreds of times. If you could grant another director the funds and the time, who would it be to see their masterpiece. So which director would we give the funds to to see a masterpiece happen? Now, are we ca- are we to cast Jackie Chan in this one? I, that's, I mean, that's... I, I don't know. I mean, obvious choice for me. I've got a primary and a runner-up. The obvious choice would be Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, mm. We did Inception last season. Um, I, or we did Interstellar last season. I recently re-watched uh, Inception for its 10-year anniversary. I'm really interested to see Tenet, even though it's gotten some mixed reviews. So that could be interesting. I, I've heard good things. But uh, the runner-up, and maybe the dark horse for that, would be uh, Dennis Villanueva. Uh, he got me with Sicario. Uh, he proved it with Blade Runner 2049. And I'm just dying to see his adaptation of Frank Herbert's Dune come out this December. Right. I You know, if, if I'm, if I'm going to give anybody... Like, if it's a limitless budget and we're going to go with purely to see what this individual could create, I am giving Guillermo del Toro all of the money. I mean, if he has a limitless budget, I would I would absolutely love to see what he could do. If he if he even had the money and he could have done something right, we wouldn't have had that atrocious Hellboy remake. I didn't hate the remake. But did you love okay. it? There were, I, I think there were some good things about it, but it, but overall it was bad. But at the same time, um, who played Hellboy in the originals? Uh, Ron, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, I think he was sort of getting a bit too old. Oh no, he's definitely Hellboy getting a bit point. too old, and I don't know. But I, I, I think you, you, when you look at things like Pan's Labyrinth, like just such a beautiful movie, you know, The Shape of Water, it was done so well. I mean, obviously, Best Picture winner, but... 
man, to see what he could do next with like a, with a limitless budget. I mean, that's kind of like what Disney did when Mary Poppins, the musical took stage. They just said like, oh, what's our budget? And they're like, what budget? And they're like, what? Oh, and that's what it is. So like for the beginning of every single just show, cup your hands underneath the mouse. You'll get everything <laughs> you need. Exactly. Because I mean, like at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning of every single show for Mary Poppins, she freaking flies in over the audience holding her umbrella. And I'm thinking like, come on, like what a better way to like start this show. And of course, it's it's almost like an infinite budget for them. But yeah, Guillermo del Toro is definitely 100% going to be my choice for uh, for getting all the money. If I were to pick a runner up, I would give Ridley Scott one last movie uh, before he could like really, really retire. You may already have that with Raised by Wolves. That's a, sh- that's oh, a show. That's true. I do need to watch it's, that. It is fantastic fantastic sci-fi you know what's weird like i got hbo max and i haven't watched one thing on it <laughs> fantastic i just need sci-fi. to get to it <laughs> all right so i have a like you know winner runner-up and i have a you could have i, I could have given this to you in a running mind like you just would have had it hands down and that person the person that i wanted to give this to is duncan jones but that motherfucker ruined warcraft <laughs> So goddamn bad. That, no, I want you boycotted. I don't want you to ever. I want like, him dead. I want his family dead. I want, I want all his movies out his house. I want to go over and <laughs> piss on the ashes. What oh. are you willing to do? <laughs> you got him. I got him. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it's, yeah. it's Nathan after he watched watched Warcraft. You feel that? I just took one year of your life away. (laughs) (laughs) Now for posterity. (laughs) Nathan, how do you feel after that? He's only partially dead. (laughs) (laughs) To blave. Duncan Jones broke my heart. Uh, After giving me source code and moon, which I was like, I really was... Moon was pretty fucking uh, badass. It was Sam Rockwell, I'm always happy to watch a movie. And I really do oh, think yeah. that Source Code was so underrated. I thought, like, I was like, this is a really cool concept and just fun. I like this. When he did Warcraft, it broke my fucking heart. And I was like, well, I guess I can't trust you, Duncan Jones, ever again. No <laughs> money to you. So you are off of this one. All right. My runner-up... <laughs> my my runner-up is Sam Mendes. <laughs> and... After 1917, I was like, you know what, dude, you're you're great. But he did he did Skyfall, which is I think one of the most complete Bond films. I I was blown away by how they kind of should have ended. They should uh, Spectre was not not good, but uh, yeah, and, and he did American Beauty. So I mean, you know, he, he has his history. But again, Sam Mendes, my runner up, the winner though, Pete Jackson. What? Really? We're 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 debating this? Give this man all the money. All of the money and make as many movies that are not the Hobbit as you want. <laughs> so you want uh, a uh you want a uh, a brain you know dead what? too? Why not? Dead alive <laughs> Or Dead Alive too? Dead alive. Double the blood. <laughs> yes, like, I do. <laughs> yeah. I think Peter Jackson needs to come back out. He he's he like he's in that that phase where like he got his nut. Yeah, and but I'd like. To I'm see afraid him do that he's else. afraid to do something that the uh, mm. he's he's, he's, he's yes. is he Lucasy like that he did oh. his masterpiece. 
Well, because the masterpiece was the trilogy, mm-hmm. the original yes. trilogy, and then his uh, he he lost his confidence with the Hobbit series. So we, Which, we need him to come but back. Part of it come is home. just like you don't you don't have to do what you did to get you to this level, like Lucas. Right, but it's ex- yes, but, but people like, expect Lucas. It, you know what I mean? Because that because that's their floor Lucas plan. That's what they're coming other from. Things that were good. It's not like Lucas just like laid one golden egg three times. And- <laughs> we gather these Lucas references in the forest. <laughs> you can't be a Spielberg every exactly. single time. Exactly, and that's why I'm not giving it to Spielberg because Spielberg and even Spielberg had his crystal skull. So. Ooh. What they both had their crystal and skull. one yeah. yet to be determined because he said, "Well, I d- I did five of these. I want to do five of Indiana Jones." So aren't they doing? Uh, aren't they doing another that's, one? That's what I'm saying. They, they can't agree on a script. Good. Oh. Keep it in limbo. Well, what else are they going to do? I mean, it, it was kind of like when the Mummy fell off track because there was supposed to be like an additional Mummy, mummy movie with Brendan Fraser. Like they were supposed to go to South America. And uh, find some uh, like Mayan mummies, Incan mummy, Incan mummies for it, but that it never, it I never got legs. I could have got behind that. Of course you could. It had legs. They the, were like, just little Asian stiff. one that with. <laughs> oh, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> even even with Jet Li, there were some neat things I about it, but Incan it's just mummies eh. that are like jumping off the walls trying to decapitate you so they can play like basketball with your head. That's interesting. Well, that'd be Mayans. that'd be more like Mayans, but yeah, no, I mean, it would definitely this? it'd be neat. <laughs> Reminds me of the uh, the the one seed from oh, Christ Labyrinth. Oh no, no, yes, stop your it, Jack. your most hated seed, Drew. Drew's <laughs> face, Drew's face, right now, I love it. Podcast, podcast world, Drew's face, I priceless. <laughs> I hate it, was it so much. <laughs> you should have protected him. Uh. well i mean this was a first watch for everyone correct yeah oh yeah so this is this this is a matthew congratulations this is a real phil's first and here you have popped all of our cherries here's a ad i was gonna say here's a uh patreon donate you're gonna donate us 500 million dollars but right before you do (laughs) someone is gonna jackie chan in and redirect it to a charity of their choice and that's your Patreon. Sorry, it didn't. It didn't come to us. There you go. Uh, but Matthew, thank you very much. This was interesting. I was really on the hedgerow on this one until that rooftop fight at the end, and then I was like, mm. "This is what he wanted us to see." Yes, this makes sense now. This is it. it it's an amalgamation, and you know, it, it's kind of grabbing all the good things that you want to see at the action movie buffet. You want to get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it does seem a bit much at times. And maybe not enough time is given to kind of like flush out main, you know, what could seem like main or even important storylines. But luckily, all of the action fight scenes that take place and the beautiful stunts done by Jackie Chan himself. And it, it kind of covers for it. So I, I it was it was a nice surprise like to watch. Tugging this. on the harp strings of my feels for. It reminds me of early Chan that I fell in love with with First Strike, like and just Rumble in the Bronx, police sto- stuff. That mm-hmm. I was like, "Who the hell yeah. is this guy?" Do wait, and he's doing his own stunts. The bloopers at the end really like cap it off to you that like, oh no 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 no, 
this guy did his own shit home, and man, does his own does. shit. And like, and you kind of yeah. go, oh my god, wait, oh wait, yeah, what? If you've never seen a Chan movie before, you watch this and go, oh, um, I I give him credit. He is, you know, they're, they're like every single time they do a scene, they all like check on him because like he like goes down, he's like holding his arm and it's just gushing blood. And they're like, oh, Jackie, okay, he's like, Jackie, okay, let's do it again. Yeah, <laughs> wraps it up as a treat for everybody. I'm gonna uh, sometime, you know, during the week after this episode comes out, I'll put up various YouTube clips of Jackie Chan fights. You know, as as the uh, as the uh, debut goes on, just so you guys so can good. get a taste. What uh, what did what did we rate this film? I would give this movie nine out of fifteen repeated shin kicks. Was that how many there were? Fifteen? I have no idea. That's just the okay. number that I came up with. <laughs> But it would have been closer to three or four shin kicks at fifteen had it not been for that. Not been for that rooftop fight. Like the the one dude just sitting back timing it, and then he's like, "All right, it's my turn." And then they both go in on Jackie Chan, hammer and tongs. That scene, that fight scene, was amazing. It's almost like I don't know if they made the film and had the the fight scene as the the finale or if they had that fight scene in mind and they built the film around makes sense but either way (laughs) let's move backwards people (laughs) it was it's amazing it's just it's it was an amazing fight scene and it's all real it's real like the choreography of it it's It's a real boy but they're but they're not they're not it's not like uh you know crouch tiger hidden dragon where they're like jumping through the forest and you know flying 20 feet like yeah, this and, and is Jackie, I, I, like I think does do some wire work, um, like like on the uh, the tree going up the the palm tree, like in the early, like to get the coconuts. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I I didn't see anything necessarily. Just, I put it just past a- Jackie Chan, just like fucking. I'm just like that's what I said earlier. Like I think he did that just so. Like, why did you go up there and do that? Oh, well, right. just. He needed uh, an IV. When, so when he goes go. down the one part of the wall and then like <laughs> blows on his hands, I'm like, oh, that's oh, real. Yes. You know that he's like, oh, like, oh, uh, of course it's real. No, of course it's real. Because my hands are burning. Oh, Jackie. I would I would give this four blooper takes of the same wall kick that didn't make it out of ten. You know, it's <laughs> it's good for what it is. It's not. It's not mind melting, but it definitely again gives you the the Jackie the Jackie rub. So <laughs> the Jackie rub. I'm I'm gonna give this uh, two and a half out of five times. My heart kind of like jumped up into my throat as he was sliding down the glass side of the building because I thought he was gonna fall every single time that like he stopped by his feet and he like flung forward or he flung around kind of like Jack was saying in the blooper oh, take. He goes head first at one point. You're like, ah, he's gonna ah! die. He's, <laughs> he's gonna die. He's gonna die. So yeah, uh, two and a half out of five. It's again, it's not a brilliant film, but surprisingly enjoyable. But I think there's too much of like continuity errors and just. It's, it's wonky it's too, plot shit. Right. Wonky plot shit that doesn't make it, uh, you know, go any higher for me. And I think two and a half is even a little bit generous for it. But that, that rooftop scene, that rooftop fight scene, just uh, it made it better. So what have you guys been watching since we last talked? Oh, gosh. Making my way again still through Lovecraft Country. There is 
<laughs> There's uh, three episodes left. Um, very much enjoying it. What else? What else have I been watching? I just recently rewatched The Omen Two because I recorded it uh, with two girls on a bench for um, their their episode for all the horror. How are they doing? They're doing quite well. They're uh, they're doing well. I mean, you know, as well as can be expected. Hello, Hello, two girls on a bench. (laughs) But I've also been going through just like random, like old uh, horror movies, kind of get myself in the mood. Not not that I don't normally watch horror movies, but getting myself in the mood for uh, for, uh, you know, October season. I watched Motel Hell, John Carpenter's Body Bags. I oh, I'll tell you right now. And I, I knew it was I knew it was a mistake when I did it. But I did it anyways. I, I rented uh, Brahms, The Boy 2. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't even, don't even start. Don't even try. The bronze? Bra- okay, so remember the, remember the movie The Boy? About that doll? Oh! That, okay. It's, it's for the girl, the girl from The Walking Dead? Okay, The Boy, The Boy is good. But it's kind of like up until the end. Kind of like Signs. It's good up until they show the alien. Brom, the boy, I is good. Up I in- like signs. I thought it was I good. Didn't, I, I didn't okay. say signs was bad. Okay. I just said it's good up until they actually show the alien. Even the reflection in the TV is still creepy as hell. All right. But the, the sequel to the boy is called Brahms, the boy, too. Gotcha. And they Electric fuck up Boogaloo. everything. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. They change the canon of everything. They try to make it supernatural. They, they ruin everything from the first movie. Oh. Even though they still, they connect it back. But I'm like, no, you've ruined it already. Katie Holmes is in it. It's not that good. But at least it's a nice round off where uh, I could watch Betty White and Lake Placid and still laugh. We recently rewatched The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix yes. in preparation for The Haunting of Bly Manor. Ooh, I'm so which excited. I'm really that. looking for. And it was so totally worth it to go back and rewatch Hill House. That is such a great, great, great mm, series, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's got heart. Like in horror movies, like, you don't usually find yourself like getting teary eyed and like I'm not crying, you're crying. That is like a hallmark. I've also been going back through the Star Trek motion pictures. I went through. I'm almost done though. I did skip the Final Frontier, the one with Cybok, Spock's brother. Oh yeah, because that is just that that movie is just so bad. There's nothing redeeming about <laughs> it. So I'm almost through Generations. I'll probably finish that tonight. I'm into the the the, the crossover into the TNG only territory. I dip my toes into Ratchet. Yeah, I'm Ooh. still not quite sure how I feel about it. It's just a real weird, funky series. I'm only about four or five episodes in, but uh, so. TBD on that, but man, is that that's some real crazy. That's exactly stuff. where I am. I'm on Ratchet, and it's uh, I never really did too much into the uh, American horror stories. I, I, Anna loves them. I've never watched them, but I'm I'm definitely mm. okay with it so far. It's it's pushed me to an edge that uh, I f- sometimes forget how just how scary things i'm like oh this because it's not scary it's more just like <laughs> these people these people are messed up wow the cringe the, yeah. cring, the, the, the cringe factor the fucking the role playing during the sex scenes oh, oh what is going on some here? girl is messed up like that girl has got red flag <laughs> <Anna. laughs> Uh, for those that, if you didn't hear, Anna said something. So uh, don't don't think that I'm just calling out Anna as uh, okay. Yeah, uh, God, that's <laughs> you just call on my. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to watch that movie Antebellum that's coming out. That looks 
like a weird like Ooh. trippy flashback like slave revolt yeah yeah it looks so, interesting uh but really i haven't been doing too much else besides football football is back in full swing so that's where i am that's where my head is at matthew th- thank you matthew like this is a lot of fun, and we really, really appreciate you being a, a, a Patreon supporter. And I want to get, I want to get Matthew. Send me or all of us your segment picks. I want to hear what you thought about yeah, your se- the segments that you picked. I want to hear your pitch, Jackie Chan. Like, let's go. <laughs> he'll gladly, Fine. he'll gladly send I'm something. Waiting. I know he will. I am waiting. I liked it. <laughs> I did. And guys, of of course, if you want to pick a movie for us to watch, head on over to patreon.com, you know, forward slash Real Feels Podcast. Sign up for that uh, $10 a month tier. And you too will not only be getting, you know, special Patreon episodes, but also early access, some free swag, but picking a movie for us to watch. Which is what it's all about. And who knows? Maybe, maybe you'll also, you know, pick a movie that none of us have seen. Heading on down to Patreonville. Friendly faces day and night. <laughs> Friendly movies. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly movies. <laughs> Some that we've never seen before. Oh. Well, uh, Drew, how can they uh, How can they get to us? Uh, well, guys, you can always look for us up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod. You can search for us up on Instagram and Facebook, the Real Feels Podcast. Or you can send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. But more importantly, what guys. What do we like the most? We... <laughs> Well, we would personally love, love the most of hearing people call the Tooch Tooch Line. But unfortunately, like, we haven't been getting any calls on the Tooch Line, and that's kind of sad. I got really excited to see that someone had randomly called the Tooch Line, but it was, it was a telemarketer. I don't know how they got the number. And, I don't and, know how they folks, got the number. Nobody is going to answer the Tooch line. It, it's not like I won't answer it. it, it goes, it's not like it Alfred on the phone. other or the bad phone. Like <laughs> Drew's not going to be like, "Hello, Tooch line." Just uh, <laughs> tooch it's just line. a voicemail. Like give us a little. Tooch. It's a voicemail. Just a little, but, little Tooch. But if you would like to give us a little Tooch and a you know a <laughs> gently, uh, gently and soft Tooch, you can call six 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 one three seven six zero zero three zero. I hear you, my tooch line, <laughs> but we never get to hear you. Uh, <laughs> Just wish someone would call us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but coming up in two weeks' time, <laughs> Jack, what do you have for us? Femme fatale. And this is this is kind of wrapping things up, guys. We are getting closer and closer to Bilbo Grab Baggins. Yeah, you know, part when three. the weather starts to turn cold and chilly, overcast and rain, Bilbo Baggins just on the horizon. I can't wait. Year. It's my favorite time of year. Very excited. <laughs> I've got (laughs) And then uh, after our femme fatale I've got spy Spy? Alright, and I I do believe Ah yes, after spy I will be bringing you gentlemen Some cat and mouse genre (laughs) (laughs) That was good That was was nice and synced (laughs) I think we've got another Patreon or two in there somewhere We we do have one more Patreon special That's going to be coming up a little bit closer to the end I think it would be a nice way 
to an edge part two, the burning. Um, so we're going to have our, uh, our really special Patreon coming up with our, uh, our top tier patron, Ooh. Justin. And, uh, he has a special movie for us, but we also have, and guys, this is why we, uh, kind of want you to call the Tooch line. Sometimes we give out, uh, you know, prizes and contests. We do have our Tooch line winner, Juan, that's who right. chose a movie for us as well. And that's also coming up. And then uh, at the the end of the season, we shall cap it off with cop movie. Cop movie for Jack. And then Nathan? Uh, I have heroic fantasy. Ah, yes. And my, I believe my painstaking search is over. And I do believe I'll be the last for the season, guys. And we will wrap up Real Feels Season 3, Return of the Feels, with literary adaptation. It's an older code. But it checks out. But it checks out. <laughs> but it checks out. I was out. about to clear them. Shall I hold them? No. <laughs> no. Leave them to me. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we thank you for joining us for this Patreon special. Once again, Matthew, thank you for giving us a movie that we have never seen. And again, was a delightful surprise. So, guys, once again, go spread the word. Spread them feels. And uh, when this comes out, hey, happy October. And I uh, hope everybody is safe. But more importantly, hope we hope you know that you're the realist. And the feelist. Who am I? Panoramic shot. Beautiful. It was your son, Morgan. It was CIA. <laughs> <laughs>